right, You're listening to Beyond 6, Santa Ana, California, 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. Welcome to the Real Talk on Beyond the Bike Radio, and we are in the Hits 101 studio. Uh, whoop, 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 whoop. I'm Neil. We're with, here with Big Lou, Jay Stay in the back, and we have a very inspirational friend in here tonight. Uh, Greg, how's it going? Yep, going, going good. Yeah. Bienvenido, Greg. Bienvenido. Yeah. How's it? <laughs> <laughs> Bienvenido. Um, how's your night going? It's great. Yeah? Great. What did you yeah. do today? What did I do today? <laughs> this is the highlight of my day. Actually. This is your highlight? Ooh, yeah. Damn, we're in a roll then. Yeah. yeah. I saw him. Er- oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I saw him earlier today. I made his coffee or your, your matcha. Matcha. Yeah. Yeah. Too much caffeine yeah. <laughs> in me lately. Don't touch my matcha. <laughs> don't ever say that again. Please don't ever say that again. Or Jay, or Jay will check you. Remember, if you step check out of line. Check before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how you doing, Lou? Oh, tremendous, man. Yeah? Living the dream, baby. Living yeah? the dream. What's the dream look like today? Uh, trucking for Jesus. Yeah? Trucking yeah. for Jesus. Jesus is your co-pilot? That's, he's a driver, man. I'm just sitting passenger oh, taking Jesus, a nap. Oh, Jesus baby. take the wheel? That's <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, dude. No, it's all good, man. You know, working, working, 
Got, got my event this weekend. Yeah. Illusion Brew Saturday from nine to three. Yeah, Cook's Corner. Come on out. Yeah. This is gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself uh go. We got some we got some we're gonna have some coffee up in the morning. Yeah, some right? some lost bean. The good uh, stuff, the not good. the not the <laughs> not the burnt coffee that you always get at the uh, Starbucks, but the uh, coffee oh. coffee bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you know what. Uh, I'm a, I'm a McDonald's guy in the morning because you know what when you go to no check it out right now it's a dollar right now right it's a good deal for coffee oh. at McDonald's but no check it out you go to a McDonald's in Irvine or you go to a McDonald's in Sacramento the coffee always tastes the same it's consistent you go to you go mm-hmm. to Starbucks in one location. To another location, whole different ball game. I don't know why they can't get their coffee roasting together, man. It's insane. <laughs> like they're a multi-billion-dollar company, and they're so inconsistent with their coffee. I mean, it blows my mind. Their cold brew's good. No, it's not. Ooh. Oh, okay. Never mind. Tell him, Greg. Tell him. Yeah. Oh, I've been told. No, 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 no. Lost bean. Lost bean. <laughs> it's, uh, the cold brew's the best. I'm not just saying that. It's okay. the best. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit. I worked there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what do you think about uh, the beer we have right now? Right now, we have some almanac, and then what's this other one right here? Uh, three, three, three weavers. Three weavers. Mm-hmm. You're drinking the three weavers, uh, Greg. What I, do you think I, about I, it? I am digging the three weavers. It's nice. it's it's unusual, and um, it was not what I expected. Mm-hmm. I've never had anything like it. It's, wow. it's refreshing. Well, I like it. What were you expecting? I'm gonna look I'm, at the can real quick. It's a it's a blonde, but Right, it's a yeah. blonde. Yeah, but it's got all this sort of like grapefruit. It's flavors. kind of a funky, funky blonde. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tr- dig into this. Uh, yeah, you got it in a bit. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we're. I'm drinking the almanac. You're drinking the almanac, Lou. Uh, I, I I finished that. Now I'm on three weavers. <laughs> yeah, three weavers. We we got a four pack I of go, each. I didn't get get on your level. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, we we always we always try to bring a, a good beer selection. Of course. Whether whether we have a special guest or or it's just us talking, you know, BSing. Uh, and just trying different beers and, and you know, seeing what we taste. You right. know what I mean? Because, you know, you, you might have, you know, everybody has a different palate, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you may pick up something up that, uh, that I don't pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, you've you gotten me into the the, the hazy ipas. Ooh, the hate, the hate, uh, what does Jordan call them? The, the hazy lazies or hate? Lazy, lazy hazy? hazy? What? Lazy hazy. Wait, what, what do you call them, Jordan? Lazy hazy. Lazy hazy. Well, okay. the reason he says that is because the process of, of making a hazy beer is... is a lot quicker than actually making like a good IPA. So that it's quarter cutting. You're cutting corners and then yeah. calling it something good. I see. It. Yeah, <laughs> I see. It's like like Drake's music. But they're good, dude. And you know what? You, 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 you go you go to the store, and a hazy beer is going to be the same price, or if not, maybe a little bit more expensive than just a good 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 IPA from mm-hmm. Stone or whatever. So 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 the price is the same. Like so, I was saying you got me into them, but I'm slowly getting over them. What? Right. So, because I'm getting hops and everything. I don't know, but this almanac, it was yeah. You, it's you know what? Diamond in the rough. Yeah. You know, you know what? The almanac company. They're up in like in um, the Bay Area, mm-hmm. and uh, they got some good stuff. You know, it, it it's hard to find a terrible craft beer. You know what I mean? It. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it all depends on what you like, right? Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think, Greg? Have you had a terrible craft beer? I have not had a terrible craft beer. There it is. Okay, I don't think I've had a terrible craft beer either. And I like the IPAs, but you know, fall's coming, and so now I'm starting to look toward darker, you know, darker ales, like Oktoberfests. Like oh yeah. Stuff and well, what? check this out. So uh, I went out with the owner of Sis Montaigne Brewing, and we went we went and picked wild 
uh shoot what are they called pumpkins <laughs> <laughs> wild pumpkins i don't know we're talking uh, about the, we're talking about the fall so i thought that's no, where uh, going. i can't i can't remember what, what, what it was arugula no uh, <laughs> i'm just gonna keep guessing plants <laughs> anyways some wild plant here that's locally grown here and weed. Uh, <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> weed and mushrooms <laughs> but it, no it's buckwheat wild buckwheat buckweed okay. yeah. oh buckwheat. yeah but okay. not buckweed buckwheat <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you. <laughs> well, Buckley. <laughs> and uh, so they they uh, they put it into their their uh, Oktoberfest beer. Oh, nice. So okay, you know, a little bit of me is in every beer now because oh, I was say, out there oh, picking it with my so weird. <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> sipping on some Lou, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Sismontine's in Santa Ana. Yeah, you know they're a local craft beer, and and it's a good spot. They have good beers. Good stuff. So yeah, I mean. You're, are you a local, Greg? Where you, yes, where you I from? am. Local. Local. Born, born in Santa Ana. Oh, is that right? Santa Ana. Born and raised. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's let's get into Greg, man. What, yeah. what, is, what is this, Greg? Let's dissect them a little bit here. Yeah. On the real talk. Do you have the exacto knife? Scalpel. Uh, you know what? I, I I do. I have a uh, I have a my sock pocket okay, knife. Okay, put that away. No, You're I'm scaring me. I'm verifying he actually he actually whipped out a knife. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna dissect you. Uh, you know what? I, 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 did, I did grow up in the hood too, Greg. <laughs> I grew up in the hood, man. The hood was Santa. too small for his head, but <laughs> <laughs> he grew up in it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so uh, I brought Greg on because uh, I work at the Lost Bean, as you know, and we host art. And a few times Greg has uh, hosted, has had his art hosted, and it's been very good to look at. It's, uh, some of my favorite part about my shifts is looking at the art. Just Thank you. Yeah, it's just when it's, when it's a bit stressful. I look at that and I'm like, oh, look at that. It could be whatever well, I imagine. Well, look right at now. that. Or <laughs> like uh, you have a, like a more real uh, realism pieces up yeah. right now. And uh, so yeah, let's let's talk about your art. Um, I you do multi like multiple medias. Uh, you you know you make music. You you paint. You I I do it all. You do it all. I've been. I was one of those kids that when I was young, I just drew on everything. My teachers hated it. <laughs> Uh, but I was always doing all kinds of things. I was tagging desks with different designs, and I always did weird stuff like that. But okay, so I just really got into it until someone reined me in. A teacher thought maybe I should be doing things more than just like scribbling on paper and right. You know, so it was, yeah, it was mm-hmm. nice to have a. They don't have that in school anymore. No, no, no. Uh, art, arts, arts. Art classes are falling away. I, I, I went to I mean, Century High School, and I, I got into photography, and I really enjoyed it. We developed our own film and everything. Nice. Mm-hmm. On a Pentax, you know, 35-millimeter camera. I, yeah. I mean, I had studio art, like AP studio art class in high school. And oh, nice. Like, uh, we, nice. I was actually one of the founding members of the, the high school's uh, National Art Society, like, for that school. I guess they have a national society, and then the schools have to, like, nice. join. So I was, like, founding member. I had this rainbow tassel. And so a lot of people thought it meant, you know, <laughs> it was like during the uh, 2008, 2009 yeah. whole like conversation, political conversation. So like, is Neil? No, no, no this is National Art Society. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I, it's sad to hear like that they're they're cutting these programs out. Yeah. But um, I think they'll make a comeback. Yeah. I'm glad I was lucky. I was able to, to do a lot of that. And uh, I actually made a lot of money in high school at the time. Yeah. Doing commission work or commission? I've seen that like when Singing I grew up, you weren't doing PowerPoint presentations in school. <laughs> so you know, you did a book report. You needed to have a fancy cover. And, yeah. And I was getting paid by other students just to do artwork for them. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. pretty cool. You need a side hustle in high school. I got paid to do other people, my, my uh, teammates' homework. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but they were like, their class was so easy. It was like, like you circle the answer and I'm like, I got you. Just circle all the right answers. And I made 20 bucks for that piece of paper. There. Yeah. So, so you were I, the smart kid. Uh, smart, but lazy. Yeah. 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 Like I, I, I was, uh, I can empathize because myself, I, I used to doodle on my homework and stuff. Uh, yeah. th- the teachers called it doodling. Yeah. Yeah. And my yeah. mom used to get mad at me. She's like, you need to stop doodling on your homework. I'm like, I'm going to doodle on the desk then. And you're, I'm going to get in trouble for that. She's like, oh. so, but if you're a good student and you're doodling, what's the difference? But I wasn't a good student. I was, oh. I was lazy. Yeah. Either way. I still I. passed my stuff. You know, I still made sure I passed and all that. But like, I don't know. I just didn't like doing homework. It, it didn't make sense to me to, you know, be in school and then be in school at home. Yeah. I mean, there's cartoons on and <laughs> you go, know. go Power Rangers. That's not a cartoon, <laughs> Lou. That's not a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I think it eventually turned into a cartoon, right? Uh I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh <laughs> did you like Power Rangers at all, Greg? <laughs> um I'm an old guy and that would be my son who liked the Power, He-Man. Power Rangers. Okay. Oh, He Man. Okay. Yeah. So now we're talking. All yeah, right. all right. He Man. Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe. <laughs> all right. That's, um, that's my bag. That's your bag? All right. I could dig that bag. <laughs> I could dig into that bag. Oh Neil, come on now. <laughs> hey, I knew that would get bag, you. Man. I knew that would get you. Look at that big smile on him right now. Um, you bag digger, you. So uh, when was it in school? Like what grade? About what age was it where the teacher kind of pushed you? In uh, high school. High school. High school. I. Uh, I, I, after I grew up in, I was very young in, San, in Santa Ana, and then we moved to uh, Northern California, and I got into a shitload of trouble. Okay. With my brother, and uh, <laughs> my dad picked us up and said, "We're because we lived in the city, and there's always something to do in the city besides school." Right. And so they <laughs> moved us back down to Southern California, and I met a high school teacher there who, you know, I was in a beginning art class, and the first day he asked us to draw something. And then at the end of the class, he said, you stay. And he goes, you shouldn't be in this class. You're, you obviously know what you're doing. And he basically took took me off from there and even got me an art scholarship. Oh. Yeah, wow. when uh, when I was graduating. He mm-hmm. was instrumental in writing a letter to get me an art scholarship. Uh, so where did you wind up uh, using that scholarship? Um, I dropped out of art school and ended, <laughs> up, uh, <laughs> ended up touring as a musician for about 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, which is what any reasonable seventeen-year-old would do, right? <laughs> why I mean, go? To, why go to school? I didn't really have the opportunity at seventeen. I wanted to. I wanted to be in a band. But so, Greg, were you? Yeah. A, were you band <laughs> on the run? I, w- I was. Yes. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some Paul McCartney, man. Okay. Didn't Neil's like what? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't get the reference. I, that went over my head. Totally. Sing it. Your afro. Sing, sing it. Sing it, man. <laughs> yeah, you're on the mic now. Look you, at you that. You can sing it. Band on the run. There you go. <laughs> okay, I do know what you're talking about now. All right. I just needed to hear it. <laughs> and I heard it. Thank I'm you. a terrible singer. <laughs> no, that was beautiful, <laughs> Lou. I'm terrible. American Idol, you think? Oh, yeah. Probably absolutely. not. <laughs> or uh, what's that new one? C- 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 the, the Voice? It's not new. The Voice. The Voice is, yeah. The it's Voice. New. It's new compared no. to American Idol. <laughs> Mexico, yeah. Mexico's got you. Uh, Mexico tiene talente. That's right. That's right Neil. We're going to have you as a host, Neil. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Hola. Hola, amigos. Bueno. Bueno. contesto. Luis. I think I made up some words in that. But, um, so, um, what are some of your art inspirations? Because I've seen... 
two like at least two different types of pieces. I've seen some ad- abstract and more realism stuff. Um, what are some of your personal inspirations? Well, I think when I was younger, it was you know I think like any young artist, you're obsessed with doing reality. So you want to draw everything real, do portraits and and make everything as realism as possible. Right. But, um, so, I mean, I started doing that and I still do a little bit of that, but I really like, I moved into more abstract and then I started doing this thing I call figurative collage where I take torn magazine papers and I create realistic looking portraits out of them a lot of people think they're paint but they're actually just mm-hmm. paper glued on a board i didn't know what to call the media because you have them up right now yeah yeah in in the in the coffee shop i didn't know i know they're, they weren't paintings but i didn't know what to refer them i call them figurative collage it's a weird term but it and, sounds cool and and it was truly just out of boredom you, as yeah. an artist you get bored oh, of course yeah but you know, <laughs> by the way the galleries hate guys like me Mm-hmm. Because I do too many different things. Okay. They they want someone who does one thing and does it really well, and so they can consistently sell the same thing over and over again. But right. It's so like, it's not too deviant. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing different mediums and different styles, they just say, no, no, no. We just want to see one thing. But it's like, yeah, but I don't want to do just one thing. Right. And I think that's what impresses me about your art personally is like when when the figurative collages went up, I was like, oh, who, do, who who's up now? And Will's like, that's still Greg. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, cool, yeah, and I was I was thoroughly impressed because it's I see it more as like uh, facets, layers, or perspectives on your own mind. You know, like I've seen the abstract now, I can see the realism, even though it's done very abstractly. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's really really impressive. Um, so tell tell me about this uh, this touring, this this band on the run. Oh, that was. Uh... <laughs> Hope we don't get sued for this. No. <laughs> Hey, he's he's playing in uh in Austin. Okay. Yeah, Paul McCartney's playing in Austin. Just to throw throw that out there. Really? Yeah. Sometime soon. I don't know. My my okay. one of my roommates is all excited about it. But Macca. I just wanted to throw it out there for Paul McCartney, so he doesn't sue us. I gave him some free marketing. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Since you're so worried, Lou. Back to Greg. Back to oh, Greg. <laughs> uh, one day I got a call. Mm-hmm. From a friend who said, uh, we need a bass player for a gig. We're going on tour for four months. And I said, well, I'm a bass player. I, <laughs> I, I was not a bass player. I was a guitar player. Okay. And so I picked up a bass and traded my guitar for a bass and auditioned, and they accepted me. And I had one of those come-to-Jesus moments on the tour when I was obviously not a good bass player and the dr- <laughs> the drummer pulled me aside and he's standing there smoking a cigarette on a balcony and he doesn't even look at me he's looking off in the distance he says you're not a bass player <laughs> and i said no i'm not and then he looked at me and says you will be a bass player by the time this tour is over because i ain't playing with a guy who's a guitar player who's on a bass so he knew he, he yeah. just he could smell it on you and this guy was funky Okay. So it's like he was teaching me the right way to play a bass, just with that groove. So mm-hmm. yeah, old school stuff. So and that's gotta, when I yeah. that's when I became a bass player. Yeah, I, I you were showing me some pictures uh, one uh, day. <laughs> my long hair. Yeah, my long hair <laughs> days. Long well, hair don't care. What what was what was this group called? Oh, I played in so many different. <laughs> the the one of the the, the group one group I played with that did probably the best was called the power of suggestion Mm -hmm. except we used our initials and it didn't work out for us (laughs) pos yeah come on now yeah 
Yeah, we we weren't we weren't thinking. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, my band or the former band, Nature of the Pure. We tried using N O T P. It's like no toilet paper. <laughs> you know, Nopped. Yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, def- I definitely feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> um. Lou's looking at me very intensely. You see this, Greg? Yeah, well, what's going on? Well, you, no, got good, you got we're a good, question? You got a question? I just think Lou's got a question. I'm no, going to make him ask you a question. I'm trying to fight the buzz off of that half a beer. Half, yeah. the, half the beer? Half a so, beer buzz? So uh, uh, before the show started, uh, we got a little bit of insight on Greg. And you're, uh, you're a cyclist, man. Oh, yeah. Long time. Long time cyclist. Okay. Start, started as a roadie. Started okay. as a roadie. And you still shave your legs or you, you stop doing that? <laughs> um, Beyond the bike. I played the, I played the fifth. <laughs> the fizz if uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try some of this Radley. What uh, uh just why why bikes? Uh you know, um I, when I uh, first started riding it was like that sort of Greg Lamond era and so it was like there was all this hype about cycling in, in America and so I I found it I found out about the sport and I thought it was really cool, fantastic. Nice. And so I started doing the road thing and uh, I was pretty, I think I was pretty good at it. It was like a sport I really got into. And, and one day my friends were really, really into mountain biking. And they would, of course, make fun of roadies all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because they, they said, uh, hey, you should come mountain biking with us. And I said, no, okay, I'll give it a try. So they gave me the heaviest, crappiest mountain bike that they could borrow from somebody. Awesome. Because they kind of wanted <laughs> to, you know, you know, teach me a lesson. Yeah. But the problem with that was I was a roadie. And so we go into like, I forget uh, Whiting Ranch to go up mustard. You know that long, oh, yeah. that long climb. Uh huh. And they don't. They, what they didn't understand was, well, okay, I can't go downhill at all. I'm terrible at that as a roadie, but I can climb. <laughs> so it, it was. It was a great day, and I learned a lot. And by the end of it, I said, "Man, I went out and bought a mountain bike the next day." My which, first mountain bike, which was a mongoose. Mongoose. A mongoose. Uh, oh, what did they call that? Eibach. Um, Mm. International Bike of Champions, it was called. Interesting. Anyway, you know what's a trip that uh, I think mostly everybody that that is really you know into mountain biking, they remember their first bike. Oh yeah, right. It's like you remember your first like legit mountain bike. Your first time. Yeah, like your first time. <laughs> first time you smoke, you know, you drank some beer, or smoked some weed, or whatever. It's like you know, <laughs> JJ shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first time. It's like that's the first time you buy a legit. And everybody, you know, whether it being a you know a super expensive bike or. Something that's, you know, a Walmart special or whatever. But I was like, you're stoked on that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can, now I'm a legit mountain biker. You know, you can go out in Oaks or whatever, riding whatever and start riding and having a good time. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you get any inspiration? I mean, you, do you still ride? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any inspiration from when you're riding to the transfers into art? Oh, absolutely. For me, when I am on a bicycle, whether or not it's road or mountain, you know, when, uh, when especially if you're alone and you're like in the middle of just nowhere, there's that it's almost it's like meditation mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm a buddhist so i really just when i'm outdoors like that i totally i get the best when i used when i was in the music business i would get ideas for songs for com- compositions while i was writing but you know you didn't have a phone you could just talk into so you had to remember <laughs> you had to remember all of this and then go write it down it's the same with art i would get ideas just of things i want to do and then i would have to go write it down real quick as soon as i get off the bike mm-hmm. did, did you experience that while on tour and stuff when doing music too did you find a balance of being able to put on canvas as you, you normally do or was it kind of like you you foregone one and then touring i uh or I, at least i would draw a lot still because i was always a doodler so mm-hmm. everything i would always have something with me but 
I didn't do it as much because the music really became my outlet. Mm -hmm. um, and I was so lucky. I mean, I never regretted not doing the art school thing because I, they were paying me. To, I, went, I've, I've, I literally went all over the world, to Japan, uh, all kinds of touring. Okay. Was, oh, International. Was, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, I uh, wouldn't have traded it for the world. I, could, I can see how that would inspire you to give you perspectives Oh yeah, like for your for your art. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, seeing the different cultures and meeting the different people, it was really really cool. It wasn't all roses. Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna take a, a quick break. Yeah. 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 We'll take a take a take a quick breather. We're gonna pl uh, play some music. And, what do we got now? Uh, I, I think it's some Bob Marley per, oh, okay. per Greg's request. Oh right. yeah, Bob. Yeah, we're so. gonna smoke a joint while uh, you guys listen to this song. Not inside. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna vape.
And we're back. We're back. Bienvenidos. Yeah, we're we're jamming. We're jamming. We're jamming. The studio's kind of cloudy. <laughs> or is it the look, is it the beer? Where'd you go? Yeah, it's the, it's the hazy IPA. It's it's the, the lazy hazy. Thanks, Jordan. Hashtag lazy hazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag lazy hazy. Um, how you feeling, I'm Greg? Feeling, I'm, I'm you back? Dead. Yeah, you, we're back. I'm I'm yeah. feeling feeling good. Feeling good. Awesome. Feeling good in the neighborhood. Oh, you better not, better not get sued for that, too. Feel good. Yeah. <laughs> should, we, should we give him some free marketing, too? Yeah, I guess. Arby's, right? <laughs> so, so, musician, artist. Well, yeah, artist is a pretty broad painter, you know, collager. Um, I want to know about your current music taste because you were saying you're doing, like, the hair thing, you know, yeah. back in the day. But what, what, are, what are you into right now? I know you, you gave me some requests uh, to play. Oh, man. I like so many... I, I like so much music. There's there's no, nothing I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all mood music. And when I'm painting mm-hmm. or whatever, whenever the art stuff is happening, um, I actually let the music dictate the mood. Okay. So like if I'm doing a, if I'm doing a piece, I'll just I'll I might put on metal or I don't I don't do classical music like I used to. Okay. I mean, it's just not my thing. But mm-hmm. jazz, blues. Hip hop, hip hop. <laughs> we might we might talk about it. We, we we seem to talk about it every show. I uh, after we talked this morning because we talked a little bit, mm-hmm. and I actually looked up hip hop because I was trying to get a refresh of okay when did hip hop actually start? Mm-hmm. You know, so the roots of it all. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. You know, what do you think of hip hop today? <laughs> so we got there. We got there. <laughs> Uh, hip hop today, it's all over the place, man. I feel like hip hop doesn't like a lot of uh, just so that way we don't dwell on it like we usually do. Uh, I, more direct answer: I think a lot of hip hop doesn't really do what hip hop was meant to do anymore, which was to be like, you know, like a an outlet, you know, <laughs> an outlet, uh, you know, just kind of like talk about what's going on for real. Now it's just it's marketed and. A lot of uh, fakeness and a lot of you know luxury behind it. It's like almost hip hop has this mm, like like saying. like hip hop before wasn't about being gangster. It wasn't about being rich. It wasn't about doing drugs. It was just like you talked about those things because they were part of your reality. Telling the story. Telling of- the story. But then now it's like, oh, you're not thug enough to be a rapper. Excuse me. You know, like you know, you're not. You know, you're not. You know, I don't know. That's that's just kind of. I, th- I feel like it's not performing the job it's supposed to be doing. And a lot of it is. But I think the the mainstream popular stuff just isn't. I have to agree. I mean, I think not just hip hop, but a lot of music. You there's there's genuine there's the genuine feeling behind what someone's trying to say. Right. And then there's people just trying to make a buck. Yeah. The same with the art world, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you step to the mic, Jay. Stay. What, what's yeah? You hear about Lil Xan? No. Lil Tell Zan. me about Lil, Lil Xan. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Apparently, he uh, was hospitalized because he uh, he had too many hot Cheetos. Is wait he OD'd on hot Cheetos? Everybody thought he OD'd because it was like right after Mac Miller and the whole thing. And then it was uh, <laughs> apparently he his story is he had too many hot Cheetos, so he started bleeding. Like he started like throwing up blood. Like how many hot Cheetos? It's too many hot Cheetos. Like his did you? His name's Lil Zan, bro. Like I don't, I don't. I think he's lying. I think he's honestly lying. You think like hot Cheetos is another name for like a yeah, new yeah, drug yeah. on the street? Yeah. Like yo, let me let me get some he, of them like, hot I Cheetos. Think he had a bag of hot Cheetos and like a bottle of 
Xanax is like I mean it's in I his think name. I think I think I think the Xanax probably did it not the hot yeah, Cheetos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's just trying to put it down. He was just washing it down with some hot Cheetos. <laughs> some hot oh, Cheetos. Dude, these things are killing me. This man. is a real story. This is real. His like, name is Lil Xan. I'm gonna look this up right now. He's a uh, I think uh, he's uh, out of uh, the Re- uh, Redlands. I think he's he's, he's kind of a, a local, somewhat like so not SoCal, but I guess like Inland Empire. But, uh, yeah, apparently he went in the hospital because he had too many hot Cheetos. I typed in Lil Xan in the first headline that says, Lil Xan can't stay away from flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then man. under that, it's a BBC News, and the picture is Lil Xan with a mic to his face, and then it's just like a close-up of Hot Cheetos. Nice. I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> this, yeah, if, he, if he doesn't become the spokesman for Hot Cheetos, he's doing it wrong. He almost died from hot Cheetos. Why would he be a spokesman? I don't know. Like, that's commitment. And then also, we just we just marketing hot Cheetos right now. I'd be like, it was a Xanax, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. We just we just talked about that. It it wasn't the hot Cheetos. It definitely wasn't the hot Cheetos. But buy our hot Cheetos, though. Why is Lou playing with a knife right now? Scaring me. You need to put that knife away. Apparently he really camera, loves that knife, doesn't he, Greg? His lens is all scratched, and then he's taking a knife to it. So I don't, really don't know what that's supposed to do. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. So let him be. So currently, uh, what are some of the artists that you can think of that kind of um, imp- that capture your ear that don't seem like they're chasing a dollar? Wow, like current contemporary, or, or just what you're listening to, just in in general. Oh, music yeah. wise, music wise, yeah. Um, I really dig like Ben Harper. Ben Harper? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 I, I like Ben. I think I got one of his songs for you. I yeah, think you, yeah, yeah. I actually uh, was uh, at his uh, his uh, mother's store. They have a music shop in, um, God, where is that? Claremont. Claremont uh, Folk Music. Okay. And it's a really incredible shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was uh, trying out uh, an acoustic bass in there, just messing around. And then uh, Ben Harper... And his crew, family, whatever you want to call them, they all walk into the store. Okay. And I'm like, wow. So um, I ended up buying the bass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a nice good luck charm. It was a souvenir. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I mean, it, there's an experience behind the bass yeah, now. Yeah. You, I have you a can't... story. I had to buy the bass. Yeah. I, I mean, oh I would, man, that would, that would, I hope that doesn't happen to me with something I can't afford. <laughs> 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 I'm just sitting behind, like, test driving a car, and I meet Will Smith. I'm like, dang oh. it. <laughs> oh, so do you have uh, something for Will Smith here? Is that? No, no, no. I was just, just, <laughs> just a reference. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah he does. <laughs> I don't know. Will Smith what, was the first thing that popped uh, in my I've I been mean, following Will Smith on Instagram because, I don't know. Are, 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 you, are you trolling Will Smith? Is that, yeah. Will yeah? Smith, come at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I, I, follow, I follow you on Instagram, and yeah. you post a lot of your cocktails. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a whiskey drinker. Whiskey drinker. Yeah. Any any kind of whiskey in particular? Um, I like rye whiskeys. Rye. A lot of rye. I haven't met a lot of rye guys. No, you like seriously? Yeah, I haven't. No, like, yeah, mo- like I, most of the people I talk to, like Scotch, bourbon. I think it's uh, because it's the most common thing to say. So I well, feel like Scotch uh, Scotch is popular, but mm-hmm. I like rye because it's it's kind of this old school spicy you know it's i, I like it mm-hmm. and, and you can make a good cocktail with it you don't have to just drink it straight mm-hmm. um, so the tequila i had you tried it's, yes. it's kind of on the whiskey side oh it's I, nice. like you know surprisingly uh what are your thoughts on the azunia reposado uh, it's awesome yeah. it really is i mean it's really really smooth reposados are my thing too yeah so 
Oh, yeah. It's a good sip in whiskey. As a guy who mm-hmm. drinks uh, I mean, whiskey, right? tequila, as a guy who likes to drink uh, whiskeys, this is right up my alley. It's a good sipper. So this is my first reposado that I that I like consciously know that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, are they typically more on the whiskey side? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. But no. this one, the way, yeah, the, this mm-hmm. one is really smooth. And mm-hmm. the, the good thing about being a reposado, you can still taste that agave. Right. When they age them too much, I don't like all that wood. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, this one has a lot of wood, but I do. I do still taste the agave. You you tried it last time, right, Jay? Yeah. Yeah. You like it? I mean, I can from what I recall, it doesn't taste all that tequila. Right. Yeah. It's weird. I, mm-hmm. We said that last week it's too. It's different. I'm not. I'm not experienced in it. You know, as far as like the different types, I, I I don't really try tequilas. I mean, whiskeys. I, I have more experience with whiskey, but mm-hmm. it's good. You know, mm-hmm. for tequila, it's good. Right. So I want to I want to touch back. So we were talking about the music mm-hmm. and my like I was saying how I feel like a lot of people are chasing a dollar. And then you mentioned with in the art world, too. Um, so I, I, I gather that's not your drive. So what, what drives your art? If, if, if not the, you know, for me, I just love the creative process. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, I've had people ask me before you ever have a hard time selling a piece of art. But for me, I do it for the process. So once I'm done with that whole creative part. Mm hmm. I don't mind someone else enjoying it. I the, the it's a sort of a selfish thing. I just like creating it, and then when I'm done, it's on to the next thing. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I know. So we were talking about it earlier, but you you donate. Yes. Your proceeds. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I give forty percent of all my direct art sales to charity, mm-hmm. um, mainly because I don't really, you know, I don't need all that money i i enough to keep creating art is really all i'm asking for out of life right so um i give the buyer always i give them the option mm-hmm. just tell me who you want to send it who you want me to donate to and it's you know it's good on my taxes that i donate, <laughs> donate to lots of charities right but uh, if i have my choice i'll always give to the uh, local animal shelters because that's just my thing yeah but uh the, the only down part, downside about giving to dozens of different charities, you know, from selling art is that my mailbox is now full of like, people asking me for money. Right. Yeah, I can imagine. Hey, we heard you uh, gave this shelter some money. Can uh, you give us some money, too? <laughs> I really want to help the American Indian College Fund, but please, if you can hear me now, please stop sending me things in the mail. It's <laughs> <laughs> the unfortunate part if, of If uh, you want to help the American Indian College Fund, you need to buy one of Greg's pieces yeah. and then request the donation <laughs> for the American and Indian gladly, College Fund. I will gladly do that. <laughs> I actually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these companies that call up and do focus groups. Right. This one company called me up. I uh, said, "Hey, uh, you want to do a focus group on charities?" Because they obviously saw my track record and said, "Sure, I showed up." So I sit at this focus group, and it turned out I could tell as we were going along, this is about the American Indian College Fund, <laughs> and they're asking all these people. And I'm just gonna—I don't mean to like uh, pigeonhole people, but they were all middle-aged white people wearing. Um, turquoise jewelry so it was kind of, it was kind of, i was like it was i was in this really bizarre like world i didn't know what was going on and they're asking these people basically what could they do to get more money out of them it's sort of like this i mean seriously they, yeah I mean, that's they weren't really holding back they're saying why did you give to us and blah and they come to me the guy who only gave because someone asked him to they asked me that and i said yeah, you know, you're paying me a hundred bucks to be here, be here, and I only gave to your organization because someone bought my art. 
I think you're doing great things. I said, but I'm not the guy you're looking for. Aren't oh. you wearing turquoise jewelry right now? Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> About three or four different but pieces. He's, he's not a middle, <laughs> hey, but he's not middle-aged white guy. I'm a middle-aged brown guy. Yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> you're only one away. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> To stay inside for a couple weeks and you're there. <laughs> Jay doesn't kid. He calls people out. Wow. I got to fight back, you know. You started this fight with him. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. He's we'll calling pigeon on the white people, bro. I gotta- <laughs> you're not middle-aged and you're not wearing turquoise jewelry. Although your eyes. Okay. How do you feel about the American <laughs> Indian College Fund? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. You, he if you're 1 huh? I guess that's what allows you to, to get the college fund. Is that? Is it? No, I thought it was 132. It's 116? I think it's 116. Okay. It might be 130. Okay, so for the, the college fund, I, I don't know. But as far as like getting like uh, the, the for lack of better terms, reparations would be 116th mm-hmm. uh, Native American gets you the, the, the money from the state. So I'm assuming the fund would be the same. College fund would be the same. Well, I don't know much about it. Yeah. I, I don't either. I, uh, I once um, s- s- found a um, hawk feather. This right. I, I'm going someplace with this. <laughs> I once found a hawk feather and I posted it on Instagram. Right. And I had a friend private message me and said, um, you, you probably should take that post down because. Oh, please. Because. Oh, yeah. Apparently, you, you can. The, the, migratory, the Migratory Bird Act, that, you, that unless you're a Native American, you cannot be in possession of a migratory bird. That's true. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't have and, the the feather. And I did not know that. And and even if I found, I said, even if I found it, yeah. And I said, wow, I, I didn't I didn't pluck it out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> funny. So I have a roommate who's Native American. He collects feathers. I got to ask him about that. He actually sent sent me some questions. So I should I probably have. give this feather to him. No, no, just don't post it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, unless Smokey, unless he wants the feather, I'll ask him when I get home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I but, shouldn't have it. So. Which, uh-huh. which I, you know, that's cool. Well, you shouldn't have the bird, they said, right? Can you have the feather? No, the feather is an issue. Yeah, the feather is an issue. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That, it's that. weird. What if you're gifted it? Doesn't matter. I found it. I mean, right, I, no, but I'm, I'm just curious. What if you're gifted, gifted it? Gifted by the earth, and he still can't have it. Yeah. The bird didn't want it anymore. Still can't have it. Weird. Yeah. Oh. Well, get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> rules. Same thing with the fishing, too. Like with the natives up in Alaska, and I'm sure Canada's got the same thing, but like the natives don't have a limit on how many fish they can catch. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I, I forgot what, I mean, as far as salmon, and it's it's the, uh, it's different between ocean fishing and, and uh, freshwater. But the, uh, the natives, if you're technically a native up there, um, you don't have a limit. That's cool. Yeah, I don't think you, you may need a license as a native, or you may not. I, I don't know that much, but I know that the limit is nothing for mm-hmm. for them so it's weird mm-hmm. so moving but. away from geography <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know why i know this stuff <laughs> i don't know why i know half of do you stuff. Do, okay do you just I go, do you do you go to wikipedia and you just click on like article of the day no i listen to too many podcasts and it's just way too much information like i listen to podcast i work in a machine shop so i'm, I'm basically listening to podcasts like mm-hmm. eight hours mm-hmm. the whole time just listen to all different podcasts, mm. so I just get a bunch of different information. And, and now you're spreading the knowledge, mm. right? Half-ass, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't finish any fact. I'm just giving you half of it. Like, yeah, half of it. Figure it, it yeah, out. Figure it out. True or false. Google it. Yeah. You know? uh, just open your eyes. So, yeah, just don't take everything as fact. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting most of it right, except I can't finish. Okay, Smokey, Smokey just, <laughs> my roommate just uh, just gave us a confirmation. It's a $1,800 fine for owning the feather. Oh, so Smokey, would you like a feather? 
You better text me back, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I know that you, you, you do your uh, figurative collages, you, mm. you do your painting, you do music. Uh, is there anything that like you do like sculpting maybe or is there anything else I haven't seen? I, you know, I've thought about trying to do the whole 3D thing, but I don't know. That takes, that's a different mind. Mm-hmm. Someday. I have the rest of my life. Someday. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. I'd be, I, I, might, I might try it. Yeah, I think you'd be good at it. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. But what, I, I think I would want to do it with junk. You know what I mean? You know, I wouldn't, like, when you said that, I perfectly envisioned, have you seen Iron Giant? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the like the beatnik character? Yeah, I totally has, relate to that guy. <laughs> yeah, he he has the junkyard and he just builds art pieces. And then there's a scene where they they hide the iron giant yeah. among the junk. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the 3D art that they do with bike parts? Yeah, chains and oh, sprockets and whatnot. There's I some love, crazy stuff I love that people that make. Stuff. It's really cool. I lo- that's what I mean. I picture like like in my backyard. I, I mean, I have taken junk and repurposed it to just be other things but i wouldn't call it art Mm -hmm. but uh bicycle wheels i use bicycle wheels for all kinds of stuff hanging things on in a garden i mean i try i like using it for different things yeah but uh yeah someday smokey says he wants the feather all right it's it's his it's your smokey yeah it's yours i the mother earth uh put it in my lap allegedly 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 (laughs) mother earth Alleg- what, fe- I, what, what feather? feather? Oh, yeah, I what know. feather? Was he great, was holding it for Smokey. Was was Smokey's feather the whole great, time. Yeah. Native American story. Was, <laughs> I was once given a feather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you said you're Buddhist. Uh, yeah, I call myself Buddhist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But why? Uh, why? I I think um, you agree with their uh, the philosophy. Logic, philosophy. The philosophy. Yeah. I mean, I growing up when I was younger. I grew up as a, a good Catholic boy, and it was just not, you know, when I got, as I got older, you know, high school age, I, I actually started exploring other religions. Okay. Because I was curious about, like, you know, I had Mormon friends, I had Baptist friends, and wanted to see what it was all about. And then uh, I did a lot of reading. I mean, I read everything. I read the Bible. I read Mein Kampf. Uh, I know that's, <laughs> that's not bad. That's, I, that's actually I, good. I mean, I, I think you need to read um, all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, you right? do. Um, you so you I, do have to read, yeah. I mean, it's better. It's mm-hmm. better to know than to be ignorant. Yeah, right. no, I, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah I mean, I, I read. I read all this stuff, and I just found it fascinating. In the end, I, I, I think I figured out just my belief system, and it all really fell in line with what a lot of Buddhism is about. Okay. So just really just about compassion, kindness. In, you know. In reading all that, it, it solidifies your choice at the end of the day. Like it gives you more certainty into what you believe. So it's like you you see the other aspects. Yeah. Where then you it, it, everything starts to narrow down. The more you know, the more you know what you want. It's, right. it's kind of weird. The more your, you read, your glass them, is more full. In yeah. Sense, like yeah. you you kind of understand everything. At least you you have a, a you you have a taste of everything, and you can kind of understand what you you lean towards rather than just being. It's very true. You know. Very true. Steering in the dark. You see all the facts, and you can assess. And facts, or whatever you want to call, call it. I mean, yeah, philosophy, the data. like yeah. the different ideas of different cultures. And I think for a lot of people, if they don't know the other culture, it's, and it seems to be common that people tend to go hard line in a certain direction that they have no idea what they're talking about because they don't know what they're fighting or they don't know what they're against. Sounds like so, social media these days. Just in Crazy. general. Right? Crazy. Mm-hmm. The youth. I mean, I mean, I'm 25. So anybody that's I mean, like the, the millennials, if you want to call it that, people wow. just like to kind of uh, yeah. stay in their lane, and then you know, it's it's good to be uh, knowledgeable on what your uh, what your belief system is. For of sure. course, yeah. That's cool. I've never actually like met an open 
Buddhist. Like I know people that were like Buddhist, I guess, but ne- like never actually talked about it. It's kind of interesting. Really? Yeah. That's why I wanted to ask you yeah. about it too, because I didn't know. So when you, you know? said yeah. that, I was like, okay, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's 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 to me, it's kind of a rarity, I think, at least for my upbringing. I, I never really interacted with Buddhists. Hey, Buddhists aren't exactly going around knocking no. on doors. No, that's why. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And you get, I mean, they're not like vegans either, just telling you every eight seconds. So, you know, hey, I'm Buddhist. So, why do you identify with the Buddhist? Is it like the Buddhist mentality or philosophy? Is that just because your philosophy lines up with that, or do you actually believe in the religion of Buddhism? Uh, This, the philosophy, I guess, believe is kind of weird. Yeah. Well, and and I always, it's funny, I mean, if you look it up on Wikipedia, and, and a lot of places they'll call Buddhism a religion. But because there's a lack of a deity to it's me, naturalism in a way. Yeah, I just I can't. It's hard for me to even say religion. It's okay. just such a life. It's a lifestyle thing. It's a it's a state of mind. I think religion's a weird word. So it's like you know, I would say modern day atheism is basically religion. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah religion right. is just a word of of just uh, you know people have a combined uh, belief in something, whether that be a belief mm. belief in nothing. I use yeah. two so words to describe religion: spiritual subscription. You know, that's, it's, you know, it's, it's what it is. And it's like, whether you believe in the spirit or not, it's, I feel like. Could you be both? Huh? Could you be both? What no. do you mean? Spiritual and subscription. What do you mean by that? Do you mean. Like, no, I'm and, saying religion is a spiritual sub- subscription. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it, it's, I know what you mean. Okay. yeah, it's, you know, it's what you subscribe to about your spirit. And then a lot of things, like one thing I was taught about atheism is like a lot of atheists say like, I'm atheist. I don't believe in God. But really, the way to look at atheism is you believe in no God. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind or of... Or no deity. It's you know? ironic in a way. Atheism. Yeah, it's like, it's I, not that you don't believe in one. Is You believe there is no deity. Ag- That's what atheism is. It's not that, oh, I don't believe in your God. It's no, it's you don't believe there is, you know? And so it's it's kind of like, and that concerns the spirit. So that's your spiritual subscription, you know? Yeah, being agnostic seems to be a better term if you truly don't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, it's it's people just want to... You know, not believe in one thing. It seems like it's almost like a. a I don't like the Catholic religion, so I'm going to go this other way rather than believing in one thing. It's yeah. kind of it's weird. There's, it's there's, like you take a stance in opposition rather than a stance for yourself. And then you're putting yourself in, in a different position. It's just to me, it's just kind of counterintuitive. I mean, uh, people just get so angry anymore when it comes to the different. Well, you know, religions. and I, but in, in all the the religions that I experienced, I pulled out everything that I thought was good. Okay. The things that I related to that I to thought, me that's that, the the most pure way to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it made I pulled out things that made sense, and I found that you know all almost uh, all the religions I explored they 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 believed in a lot of compassion and kindness. It was just sort of like a lot of things after like like afterlife questions and things that I just don't yeah. think really are relevant to me. I mean, interesting. Why why does it matter what comes? I'm not going to be good in this life just because I think there's a just because I want to try and get into the next one. That almost mm-hmm. I'm going to be good because you should be. Yeah, that almost yeah. seems like a sin in itself if you're trying to like be it's almost selfish where it's like you're going to be good now so you can get into a good spot later. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Like so like what do you believe as far as afterlife goes? You just believe live the most that you can now and what happens happens or I mean I'll believe I'll tell you what a Buddhist monk said to me about, <laughs> about about the afterlife. I said, "What do you think about the afterlife?" And he said, "I'll know when I get there." Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel. It's like I don't know if there's an afterlife. I don't know if reincarnation is a real thing or not. I just know that I'm here right now and that I'm just going to do everything I can to be a good person and just to live a good life. 
and what comes next comes. That's probably the most true answer, though, because no one knows until it happens. Yeah. So that's literally, it's, it's like the only answer to it. I mean, people can believe what they believe, but at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know. You won't know until it comes. Right. It's weird. Hmm. So let's take Steve. another break. Sounds good. Yeah. And then. Uh, what are we then, queuing up? What do you What do you feel like? Do you feel like uh, body count in our lives matter? Or do you want to do more Bob Marley? Let's do some more Bob. Let's feel some more Bob. It's feeling, right. feeling chilling here. All right. right all right. Yeah. Let's let's uh, I'm going to queue up some Bob.
we're back. We're back. Could you be loved, guys? I could be loved. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beer talking. So I tried the Rattler. And? I agree with you. It's it's really good because I'm, I'm looking at, you, you said there's grapefruit, and I taste grapefruit. But it says tangerine, lemon, and lime. And the Rattler doesn't say grapefruit, does it? No, there's no grapefruit. But, That's what, tastes, but I'm tasting grapefruit. But it That's what I'm saying. Like it has grapefruit flavor, and there's a grapefruit, definitely a grapefruit. Like a note. Yeah. yeah. Well, grapefruit would just be kind of like a mix between a tangerine and a lemon, I would think, wouldn't it? Like if sweet, you were to you breed get, them, you get the sweetness of like it's not like the sweetness of the tangerine, but like the the bite and the sourness of, of a lemon. Maybe yeah, I can definitely mm-hmm. taste all the difference, like the tangerine, mm-hmm. lemon, and lime. I, I, I can I taste the lime. I can taste the lime for sure yeah. too. The lime, lime is always a piercing taste. Yeah, I'm getting the aftertaste on that one. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. taste that. That's yeah. a weird beer. They mm-hmm. consider it a blonde, but like four percent, and it's like. Almost tastes like a sour. Almost tastes like Seven Up. I think that's why Sprite. I like it because I'm it's a weird. I'm, I'm a sour guy. I like sours. Yeah, oh, I love sours. Do you? Oh, mm. so have you had um, sours range? They kind of go from weird. Some are yeah. Some are like super sweet, and then some are just like bitter sour. Oh, to see, I like I like the wild yeast sours. You know, like the opposite spectrum of a tart. Mm. Mm. Yeah. See, I'm not like like, like saisons and oh yeah, yeah yeah like I'm not a big fan of those really. I uh, like I like like the deep you know like twenty twenty five dollar bottle <laughs> sours where like there's some where the yeast is in there and you can't like you're not supposed to drink all of it because you'll you'll drink the yeast so you're supposed to just leave like an inch at the bottom and that's and drink it at room temperature and it's 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 good. I like it. Do you go to the brewery uh, for their uh, sours? Uh, the brewery is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I've been uh, once, and they were out of their sour. But I had the like the uh, liter of cola. That's them, right? I don't know if they have the liter of cola. It's not a sour. It's just like one of their. So as of now, I think they have bottles of uh, different sours at their uh, their main location, but they have a sour tasting room now because they had issues with uh, cross contamination with their beer. Uh, if they had like the regular beer, that's what they were sours. telling me. That's what they were telling me at the time, which is why they didn't have them. Yeah. Yeah. And so now at the new location, it's only sours. And I like, think they had one, but you had to be like a, a member of something to because I think they have like exclusive tastings as well, right? And so and uh, Lou's nodding his head. Uh, yeah, so uh yeah, so that's why I didn't I just I've I've been to the brewery like once or twice. Where where's the brewery? It's off of the fifty seven freeway at Orange Thorpe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the freeway. It's like in this it's, industrial complex, right? Yeah, it's in, like mm-hmm. some breweries are like that, but it's yeah. it's one of the most well known, honestly. It's like my parents go to Napa every year and when they went up there last year they had a guy say, Hey, where are you guys from? And we're like, Oh and like my parents were like, Oh, Orange County's like, Have you ever been to the brewery? And like other people at the bar were like, yeah, the brewery ever been. So apparently it's it's really well known. It is nice. And uh, I mean, if you go there, there's so many different beers. It's crazy. It's pricey. Like for the bottles, like the, my favorite right now is Eau de Tarte. Is okay. what it's called. Yeah. And it's like 18, 20 bucks for like a bottle. It looks like a wine bottle. Not bad, but for beer, it's pretty expensive. But some of the stuff gets pretty crazy. You tried mm-hmm. the Green Cheek stuff? I'm not. Oh, really good. They're <laughs> local, Santa Ana. Okay. Green. Yeah. So you you like to you like to drink at Santa Ana downtown, right? Yes, like, Play, yeah. playground, playground. Every Friday, I can That's be fun. found at the bar. You can find Greg at the bar at playground mm-hmm. DTSA. And you said Friday, awesome Friday, Friday at five. Yeah, playground. I love that place. Oh, I've man. been there once. I haven't been yet. No. Yeah, yeah Greg has invited me, and I I think I overslept you, one day or you something. Got, yeah, you gotta come. I, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll buy you a drink. 
No, I, I want to buy you a drink. The bartenders there are, are great. The, the chef, uh, Quinn, he is amazing. His whole staff, they just, uh, and, and the, the, all the staff there, they're so knowledgeable. The food's great. That place is so unique. So have you ever heard of it, like their dishes at all? No, no. So I went maybe, this is probably two years back now, it was the first time I went, and it was right after they closed all of their small spots that were at 4th Street Market. So they had a noodle uh, uh, location, they had a fried chicken location, I remember and something else. all those, yep. and I never got to try any of them. They were I all do. so good. They, they still have the pizza good. spot, though, and I'm like, like, why'd you keep the pizza spot, but not the, you know? The, well, the fried chicken was the one I wanted to try. Mm-hmm. So, like when, when we went out, uh, to the actual restaurant, it was for my girlfriend's birthday. We had uh, we started with a it was a blue cheesecake. It was like a Japanese blue cheesecake. It was the weirdest thing. That was an appetizer. It was amazing. It was like the weirdest thing because it, it was like savory because you have the blue cheese, but it was like the, it was in a cheesecake shape. Like it, it was <laughs> the same kind of like process of making a cheesecake, but it tasted like an appetizer. You know what's funny? Because when you said blue cheesecake, I first pictured cheesecake that was blue. And, then I, <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, okay, yeah. But the guy, that is, sounds, yeah. the guy is crazy. So I, I, I would understand you would like it because like, obviously the artistic part of it. So this guy, he's an artist when it comes to food. So the next thing we had was uh, we had a just their fried chicken. It was like a, it's a salt and vinegar fried chicken. That was the best fried chicken we've ever Uncle had. Uncle Lou's. That it sounds was amazing. Yeah, so Uncle good. Lou's fried that recipe came. Oh. He 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 traveled. Uh, the chef traveled around, yeah. and he tasted this amazing chicken, and he tried to replicate it back home. And I guess uh, he wasn't getting it exactly how he wanted it. So he actually called up Uncle Lou and said, "Can I re- reproduce your recipe and sell it here as long as I put your name on it?" And he said, "Yeah, that's awesome." Yeah. So. So, like, for us, like, my, my girlfriend's dad's from the East Coast, and, like, he said that was, like, a common thing on the East Coast was to put vinegar on your, on your chicken. Sure. I never mm-hmm. even thought of that, but it's amazing. It's good. It's it's really good. I mean, you, have you ever had salt and vinegar wings? I know. Yeah, they, yeah. I love them. Yeah, right? Yeah, but you wouldn't think of that. It's <laughs> right. Like, it's just, it, like, I was just, like, in that form at the, the playground, though, they give you, like, the big, like, the, the thighs and whatnot. It was so good, dude. Yeah, like, one of the things it's I crazy. picked up from my mom was eating French fries with malt vinegar. Yeah. Yeah, and... It's good. Malt vinegar is just good on on anything. And then uh, we had, then we had the pork though. Have you, have you ever had the pork? Uh, I think it was just a pork chop. Or whatever. Oh, the really like six it's inch the, the thick. big one, <laughs> the super big one. So like it was like a it okay, has like nice a maple glaze on it, <laughs> and uh, it looks like dessert. But like the way you cut it, you just have this big pork chop, like just fat cut, and you cut it into steaks, like into oh. like like three four different steaks. Yeah, like it's maybe huge. An inch thick. Like little it's medallions huge. or whatever. Yeah. No, not little medallions. No, like, the, you're, you're, how you're, big is this steak or this, well, this the, pork steak? Well, the chunk I, is probably about you know size of a, like a baby head. Maybe it's a weird. Okay. Exper- okay. A weird, also, uh, it's comparison. it's like a it's like a rump. It's or, like uh, it's like, like four a, inches thick. It's more maybe six inches thick. Yeah, it's, it's and, huge. and you just slice it into like I would say like fillet size cuts. Maybe like like maybe one inch thick, whatever one and a half inch thick, and you just cut like slices off it and have like a maple glaze on it, and it tastes like bacon, but you have the thickness of like a steak. Okay. And it's just so juicy. Like, that place is crazy. It's yeah. funny you bring that up. It's like, And oh, you, you were saying that you host your art there. They host your art well, there. So, well. like, uh, one day, 2.0 is a restaurant that they own next door where they do single seating and they just bring you, like, 10 courses of food and they yeah. pair them. They're experimental. So, I was over there and I'm sitting next to this guy, all tattooed up and just talking to him. And uh, one thing leads to another. And it turns out the guy I'm talking to is Chef Quinn. Awesome. <laughs> and this was many yeah, years ago first time i met him guy. and i went oh my god this he goes and he goes i want your art in my restaurant and then he called up the per- his mom curates all the art and said and, and he texted her and said this guy i want his art in my restaurant 
So I was very lucky. Um, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, really wonderful people there. And that's how I got, got in there. I love the staff. I love having my work there. Nice. Uh, it's a beautiful restaurant. Great. And I love the creative environment. You yeah. Know. So you'll be there tomorrow then? Friday. I got. I gotta go back. There. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna join you tomorrow, and then hopefully you can introduce me to Chef Quinn as well. Oh yeah. He'll, yeah. He'll probably be around. Yeah. It's a bit pricey. You know what? For like a. But I know. Obviously, you know someone. It'd be kind of cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, as far as like a, like if if you're gonna go on like a like a date with someone, it's it's a pricey place. But yeah. you're, you're paying for an artistic meal, and usually, then they're not a place that you would say, "Hey, no tomatoes. Hey, no." this it's, you it's just like, let them do their thing it's a total artistic you let them do their thing and yeah that's it Uh oh it's there, crazy there's a uh, if you if you I go, don't like mushrooms it you, says it on there doesn't <laughs> it like, you when know, you, yeah you when you go change. there when you go there on the door he uh, he posted a um what what is it uh one of those uh, a rating on on the app like a yelp a, a yelp, yelp app he posted a yelp app where a person gave him one star yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. and it's a negative uh uh, Yelp app about them not uh, substituting or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't accommodating which, the, yeah. their 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 tastes. Which, which they make it really clear up front yeah, on the menu that look, th- we're going to give it to you the way we know it's going to taste best. Um, if you, I mean, if you if you don't like mushrooms, you just don't order the mushroom dish. Right. Yeah. If you if you like your meat well done, there's actually up on the chalkboard mm-hmm. it says. Feel free to bring in your own meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I mean, and I've never had anything there that I didn't like. I mean, they know what they're doing. All sorts of different things. Too. I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure he'd accommodate like an allergy, right, or something. Well, I mean, wow. they would tell you. Okay. Would so you say, wouldn't even order they, that. They, they would say there's. Well, pe- I'm saying like you know, I if you're know. allergic to peanuts, they tell you there's peanuts in this, so you shouldn't order this. Okay, yeah, so they, they, they wouldn't make yeah. it without peanuts. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm, that's what yeah. I'm asking. Yeah. So they wouldn't even like they oh, would yeah. say like and, no, and just don't order that. Then. And they'll tell you food. Uh, <laughs> they, they have uh, things on the menu that are vegan. So if yeah, you're vegan, they'll say this is vegan or this is vegetarian. That was my next question. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's not an insulting way because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's more of like we're not going to take the peanuts out of it because that's not what that's not what their vision was. Like you were saying, so it's like they're going to make it how they think it's best. Right. It's and not going to be like, you know, screw you. We're not going to acquiesce with your needs. It's yeah, yeah, no. Like, this is what we like. This is what we're trying is, to get this, at. Yeah. It's a total, like, high-class restaurant kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't mess with that. Their artist, I had a painting up once. I had it up at Lost Bean, and it was one of my tree paintings. Oh. Okay. And uh, I got a call from somebody who liked it, and they said, really like the painting, but we were wondering if you could add some. <laughs> <laughs> Our couch is blue, and we were wondering if you could put some more blue in it. Oh and my so goodness. to me, it's the same thing like the restaurant. I said, no, the piece is done. It, it's the journey that I took to paint it is over. Right. This is it. If you like it, I'm flattered and you can buy it, but I'm not going. You can commission me to do a new piece um, <laughs> of your blue couch. Uh, of, uh, yeah. <laughs> Take a selfie. But the, the restaurant's the same thing to me. It's yeah. the, they created this this piece of art that you eat, and that's what it is, and it doesn't change. <laughs> I'm gonna give that sh- same spiel at like a fast food restaurant when someone's like, "Can I get no tomato?" I'm gonna uh. just stand up. I'm like, "That's not how they want this burger made." <laughs> or like a latte, a lost bean. You're like, can I get soy milk with that? You, you know, you know. <laughs> you see, at lost bean, no I, regular milk. No, no. I'm telling you, at lost bean, I feel like we sell more non lactose milk. Then we sell lactose milk. Like we have, we sell more almond milk than we sell. Okay, but what are they? What else do they put in that coffee? Is it full of sugar? No, no, no. If you want sugar, we'll put sugar in it. But 
I mean, the, the best coffee is like the stuff you you don't sweeten up. We sweeten up our stuff. We can do vanilla lattes all the way to like a blackberry latte. I just feel like a lot of the yeah, people get soy milk are just a bunch of posers. They they eat well in the morning and they're like getting a soy latte. Soy is actually really bad for you. Yeah, for I know guys at least. No, just in, in general. general. Is in it? general, yeah. Too much. Especially, especially too much. For, especially for women. More so for women. Too much soy is not mm-hmm. good. Yeah. The estrogen issue? No, it just even is even just like the dietary the dietary thing it does. This too, is news like, to me. What's so bad about it? I just it just messes you up over the long run, like your your I, bowel I was, movements. Your, I discovered I couldn't do milk. It was really bad for my stomach. For a lot of people, it seems to be. Yeah. Rich, yeah. So I like tried the soy thing, and and I did a lot of reading. And I couldn't tell you right now <laughs> what it was that I read that made me say, "I'm not going to do soy," but I read a lot of things that said consuming a lot of it was just not really good for you. I mean, little part, little bit maybe. Like soy sauce, like a little soy sauce here and there, not a bad thing. Or like um, you know, some tofu or some you know miso soup or something. The almond milk is good and coconut milk, Mm. you know. Oat oat milk, believe it or not, has a lot of sodium. What does oat Oat milk? Oat milk. Yeah, oat milk's all the rage these days. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't even order that. It's it's like drinking oatmeal. It tastes delicious, but people think it's a better alternative than whole milk. I would say you just drink whole milk if you're going to drink oat milk because oat milk is just heavy on the sodium. Like sodium. Yeah, I think like four hundred percent sodium. Your daily value or something? Or why would there be sodium? That seems. I so think weird. that's how they ex- extract the it's so dense the puree or whatever from the oat. I don't know if they puree it like they do almond milk. Yeah, and then almond milk it's kind of tricky too. When people buy it in stores, they're getting the stuff that's sweetened, and that's just basically sugar. That's all it is. Just it's not even a. Not as much as coconut milk, which we also sell in the shop. Coconut milk is just sugar because it's—I mean—it's coconut. It's Depending really, on what you get yeah. with coconut milk, though, I'd almost say it's better. Uh, taste-wise, yeah. Like if you get like a tropical tea with some coconut milk, I can't whistle. Someone whistle <laughs> can someone whistle for me real quick? But uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, almond milks, like okay, so. <laughs> say. So, like, when it comes to lattes, though, do you have like a you, you need a specific almond milk to make a latte, though, right? I mean, yeah, it depends. They uh, have specific stuff. They that, have barista series. They have barista series milks, um, and they do steam because they don't way. have the fat that milk does to froth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, right. And so, I um, I think stuff with sugar in it tends to yeah steam better because that's what makes your foam is they call it micro micro sugars or whatever. I forgot what they at the first coffee shop I worked at they. We're trying to make it sound super sciencey, <laughs> microfiber sugar or something. It's so many weird microfoam. Some I think it's microfoam. But uh, yeah, so like soy steams horribly. Yeah, and I hate it because uh, <laughs> uh, Greg knows. Like I'm, I'm pretty well known in the shop for for my latte art. Yep. And uh, people will come up and they'll they'll be like, I heard you do really good art, and I'm like, Yes, I gotta do some art. And I, and I, I typically try when people request it, like more than more so than normal. And then it always kills me because they're like, can I get this with soy? And I'm like, your art's going to suck. I'm sorry. You're going to get like a blob that looks like a heart. And then <laughs> and it always, without fail, it always happens. I put the drink down. It's soy or it's like um, like unsweetened almond milk. So it doesn't steam as well either. They put it down. They just look at me like, they just look at me like, you fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> like, you suck. And, then they'll, they'll, and I could tell like, they'll be like, oh, look, it's so pretty. And I'm like, that's not pretty. <laughs> I tried, but yeah. Uh, what a I tangent! Think, like, uh, yeah, no, it's not a tangent. This is a real talk. We're talking about milk right now, for real. What's your diet like? What's my diet like? It's yep. shit. What do you eat? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. No, I eat a lot of protein. 
Um, I have and a fast, met- fast metabolism. Protein in what way? Uh, always. So I, like, always. I, always. So like w- when I go into the shop, I open the shop, I, I, eat, I drink 24 ounces of whole milk. Actually, I cut it with uh, 24 ounces of whole milk in the morning. Yeah. And then I'll eat a banana, <laughs> an apple, sometimes a muffin. That'll put me over. This is all before 12? This is all before 6. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's working for you. Your, your body obviously likes it. I mean, you're, you're, you're thin. Yeah, but I've always, I've always been thin. I have a fast metabolism. so Dude, I couldn't even drink 24 ounces of milk. I, I like drinking milk, but like 24 mm. ounces is crazy. Then I'll usually do like okay. two or three eggs in some form, burrito or a sandwich or something. This is all in the same day? All in the same day. Then How much money are you making? Like 100000 a year? 120000 a year? Like <laughs> we, we we get 50% off at the at the shop. So, so you're making like 100000 a year, 120000 a year? Or like what are you? 120000 pesos? Jesus Christ, dude. That no. is so much food. <laughs> No, but I that's fa- like I fast see, until I, noon so, basically every day. Yeah, no, but here's the thing: I eat mostly early in the day. Late in the day, I don't really eat much. Like I, I'm pretty bad at it. Okay. So uh, I usually just pack calories as much as I can when I when I have like when I have the appetite, and then sometimes I'll eat something. Like sometimes I mean to eat, and I just get distracted from eating, which yeah. sounds ridiculous. Like, but like I don't I don't get those hunger pains and stuff. Like like when I'm hungry, it's not like oh I'm really hungry. It's because I'm always hungry, yeah. You know, and so, not that I'm starving. You know, it's just like, yeah, I have an appetite. Like I can, I can eat all day if I if 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 I could, if I could just snack on stuff all day. Oh man, that's that's the reason I want to make 100k a year, so I can just trail mix and if you just chicharrones, (laughs) loose head just popped up. Quieres chicharrones? Yeah, yes he does. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so uh where can people find you greg like social media online uh your art uh i know you you said you have uh an exhibit coming up yeah um social media for sure gallardo art is the facebook tag mm-hmm. uh instagram is the same uh there's a an art uh gig happening in Costa Mesa at Segerstrom Hall Segerstrom okay. it's October 5th and October 6th it's a huge exhibit. Uh, artists from all over the county come out, support your local artists. Uh, there's lots of live music and live and good food. Is there um, is there an entry fee for that? No, it's all free. All free. Okay. Uh, all the arts for sale. It's all free. Uh, as far as going there, I'm sure you have to pay for you know whatever food. But there's live music. It's really a good event. And Segerstrom Hall's a, you know that's a great venue. Mm-hmm. It's the first year they've done it there. So really looking forward to seeing that. This uh, is the same Seagersham Performing Arts Center? Yeah, the yeah. Performing Arts Center, at the Performing Arts Center. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's yeah. a huge venue. So there's yeah, gonna I be love a, that place. It's going to be a lot of art there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, like I said, first year there, so it's, it'll, it'll be a good gig. So Seagersham yeah. on the 5th and 6th, you said? Yeah, and then yeah. I have all my stuff at, of course, Lost Bean. Come check out my art at Lost Bean. Please do. Uh, you'll you'll catch him in the you'll catch him in the morning too. Uh, you catch him at the playground. Be sure to say hi, get his story. He's a great guy. So, thank you guys. Uh, we're gonna close out with one more song and then peace. Call it a night. Thank you, Greg, for being in. Peace out. Peace out. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, 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 Jay. But Jay, you're 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 a regular now, so I can't I can't thank you every time. You'll get you'll get spoiled. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this.
I know, yes, I know, yes, I know. 